Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Tom Allen. And me, Susie Ruffle. Um, now, we thought it would be unusual. It would be... Now, we thought it would be impossible for us to do this podcast this week um, without talking about what happened in Florida on in Orlando at the weekend just gone. Um, and I think for many of our listeners will know that we are a... Um, Queer, queer centric is that the right word? Quentric, quentric, yeah, that's it. Um, podcast, and um, uh, and so it seemed, it, it seemed important. It feels important that we uh, sort of talk about what happened there and some of the things that have happened since then, and uh, in the, the in the fallout from the, the shootings in the Pulse nightclub in Orlando. Um, Susie, how? did you feel when you heard about it? I I was, well, I was immediately quite upset. I was in a cafe in Brighton. Well, it's sort of a bit of an obvious question. It's well, no, I know. question, isn't it? Somebody asked but me how this did this you feel? Yeah. How do you feel as if you, like, well, well of course. Um, upset. Yeah. It's, um, it feels, I think it feels, it feels, you know, I feel, I especially connect to it, obviously, because I'm gay and it feels like someone coming in on our turf where sort of our people are, our community is. Right. And, you know, the idea of just, you know, one minute people are having, you know, a great night out. Yeah. You know, like so many that I've had. Yeah. And the next minute, you know, these people have nothing to do with politics. They've got no agenda. Yeah. They were just going out and having a a, a night out with friends. It seems all the more harrowing, doesn't it, when it's people relaxing in their... Yeah. In their relaxation time, in their leisure time, in their personal time uh, to be um, attacked. It seems all the more harrowing because of that, I feel. And I think that one thing that sort of struck me initially and and since um, people sort of wondering whether, oh, is this a homophobic attack? Well, is it just, you know, it's just Islamic extremism. It could have been any bar. And I think, I don't know, I think that really dilutes what happened if we're saying it could have just been any bar because it wasn't just any bar. There was a choice that it was a gay bar. And I think that, you know, I... I, you know, I know a lot of our listeners are gay or, you know, define themselves somewhere on the, that spectrum. But, you know, I'm sure we have a straight listeners, too. And I think there's, for me, there's a real connection with with gay bars. So I remember very clearly sort of the first time that I went in one, mm-hmm. I had that feeling of being like, oh, thank God, I'm not a weirdo. I'm, yeah. There's loads of other people that are like me. And I think that that sort of. I don't know, I guess for, for some, our gay bars are like, I don't want to say like churches, because obviously they're not, but <laughs> they're places that we go yeah. in a group en masse to be yeah. together. I think we've talked as well on here as well about, well, it's often lamented the decline of a lot of gay bars and clubs. And are they as um, important, you know, in this internet age in terms of meeting other gay people? Um, and I think in terms of kind of that community aspect of them, uh, whether or not, they always are that community place. Mm. I think they bring together the community. Do you know what I mean? There's, yes, that's still I think the place right. where people gravitate towards. Because I think, well, I, I always felt as a gay person growing up, like there was nowhere. Like when I grew up in Bromley, there was nowhere 
I felt comfortable. I just thought, God, I'm I'm just going to get beaten up. I think if I go here, if I go, you know, if I go out in yeah, High totally. Street, whereas going uptown, going oh, to yeah. London, where they had to the gay bars and clubs, always felt oh, so yeah. much more uh, exciting and so much more inclusive. Um, I remember the first time I went into the Royal Vauxhall Tavern, which um, some of our listeners might not know. It's this really sort of iconic cabaret. Well, it's apparently where Freddie Mercury used to dress up Princess Diana as a yeah. as a man, as a boy, yeah, as sort of a him, take her in there so she could have a night out. On the I mean, I don't care if that's true or not. I believe that. I think I if want, you want to, believe to believe it. I think if you want it to be true, then you have to believe it. Yeah, um, um, yeah, and, it's very iconic, isn't it? Yeah, and sort of just going in there and it being full of sort of. You know, misfit sounds like it's a negative word, but it's not because it's exactly how I saw myself. Just people that were out, slightly outside of society. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean that in a negative way at all. I mean, I was like, oh, great. There's people that yeah. are a, a bit different like me, you know, boys, you know, boys that were really camp or really flamboyant, girls that were sort of, you know, dressing in an, like you're dressing in yeah. sort of like a slightly masculine way or drag yeah. queens or girly gay girls, just <clears throat> a real mix of all sorts of people. Yeah, it can be a bit like that there. Yeah, particularly on a sort of um, Saturday if you go to Ducky or mm. on the nights there. Um, the, the, yeah, they're a bit more sort of alternative than than the sort of than a lot of the gay scene. Yeah, they're very. Um, it's a very inclusive club, but I think it's a kind of a really great example of someone like you say of, of that really represents what a gay club is to people. It's a safe space and it's a place where people can can be themselves. So I think it was all you know. It was that I suppose contributes to how how we feel about that experience or that uh, the happenings on Saturday night. Um, and I think reading about the stories of people who were there has just been so so devastating. Just to read so sad. A, a horrific. Like the text messages, the yeah. voice and his mom, and just think, it's you know, it's just unbearable, un, unthinkable the 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 experience that those people went through. Um, and reading about some of the survivors and and what they said, and there was a man who was interviewed about how he was shot in the leg. Yeah, I saw that as well. Oh, it's it just so so um, terrifying. Yeah, I can't imagine what that would be like. Oh, utterly terrifying. Oh. And some and people were saying that you know to begin with they didn't realise that there were gunshots because there was sort of loud music and there's lots of different music ha- ha- in different rooms yeah. and different music happening and people right. didn't really realise and just the fear of it must have just been yeah outrageous and I don't know it's sort of I wonder now if that's going to sort of is there going to be more fear in our community is there going to be more fear at Pride um, or can, or can yeah, you even wonder, yeah my dad very sweetly rang me up and said you know he said oh it's so sad about America isn't it I said yeah dad you know it's, it's you know obviously it's really upset me and it's really you know, I sort of can't really stop reading about it. And he said, yeah, I know that you go to gay bars and stuff and I know that you're not going to stop going, but please try and be careful. Mm, and you sort of yeah. go, well, I don't really know how to yeah, no, yeah, no, how no to response. do that. Yeah, of course. So, but yeah, people will sort of, I think, feel a bit like that. Um, and I don't, yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is to that. No. Something, something like that really is. It's, I mean, of course, everybody wants to be safe. But I think... Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's it's very interesting. We were saying a bit before we started doing the show about how some people will say, "Oh, homophobia doesn't exist," or you know, we don't we don't need to worry about homophobia. Um, and a lot of the time, I guess that's true. We don't, and we're you know, it's 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 fabulous that we live in an age when people are much more accepting. 
but at the same time there are still people who aren't and it's it's an interesting homophobia is a very interesting issue i think it's well yeah it's i you know i don't understand how anyone could ever have that much interest in what two people do <laughs> by themselves with that has nothing to do with you and so yeah. but it's it, you know i guess it is a scary time to to some degree, you know, sort of what's happening in Russia and some of the sort yeah. of Republican candidates in America have been very anti-gay. Yeah. And, you know, our, our own equalities minister didn't originally vote for equal marriage. So I guess, you know, we are yeah. living in a world where we have to be aware that not everyone is sort of this li- liberal, lefty, guardian reading. Yes, certainly true, yeah. But, I but, think it's, it must be very difficult as well. Oh, sorry, what were you going to say? No, so I was going to say that we live in sort of an arty world. We live, you yeah. know, we're surrounded by comedians and actors and writers and that's sort of a lot of our yeah, friendship it's group. Yeah, so... granted, isn't it? Yeah. I think that uh, as well, it must, it, it, it's just sort of, well, there are lots of great role models out there and there are lots of, lots of very positive voices being heard. But at the same time, yeah, there are, there are other people who aren't like that. And I think it's, yeah, it's easy to forget that actually in smaller places or in, in different communities it's not as easy and I know we have like people who listen to this um, who are not out yet yeah and uh, some of our darling like-minded friends have got in touch with us and tune in but they're not out yet and I yeah and I, I sort of wondered that myself I thought oh, I wonder how this would have made me feel if I was sort yeah. of 15 living in Portsmouth not yet out yeah. well I remember feeling it when I remember the nail bombing in um, the Admiral Duncan in Soho and I was a teenager at that point but I remember feeling like oh you know it's sort of not as oh it's well I sort of knew it wasn't wasn't easy anyway being gay but I thought oh gosh that's kind of even on a even on a sort of subliminal level you sort of go oh it's not easy it's not like there's a threat to you yes um and I think that well I think that was the thing when I first came out my mum and dad didn't really care about the fact that I was attracted to women that didn't really come into it mum just thought oh you're going to have a harder life now yeah, I think that's often the reaction of a lot of parents, isn't it? And I think that's why they sometimes say, like, oh, I would prefer, you know, they're like, oh, of course I don't want my children to be gay. Yeah. I think that's largely what they're saying, I think. I maybe hope I'm so. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we so. we want to think that, so that's what we think. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But it's, um, but I think, yeah, it must be, it's sort of those subliminal messages, isn't it, of, like, it's not okay. And I don't I don't really know. It's interesting to... But I think the outpouring of, of grief that's happened since has said it is okay. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, I think obviously there will always be people that say, you know, there will not necessarily always, yeah. but for the, for the foreseeable future, there will be people that don't like it for on religious grounds or many There's other reasons. challenges, yeah. 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 But I think I went to the vigil on Monday night. Oh, yes. Yeah. In Old Compton Street. And yeah. there were thousands of us. <coughs> there were thousands yeah. of us there. And it was, there were straight couples and gay couples and... Uh, trans people and there were Muslim people and there were you know just so many people from so many different walks of life that didn't necessarily identify as gay and didn't have you know maybe the the community the the, the feeling of sort of our community being shocked to the core or our you know being the fact that something yeah. had happened to us yeah or what right. feels like us I don't know I don't know if that's saying like I'm not trying to, that makes it sound like I'm making it about me, but it feels like when something happens to your community, you feel like, oh, this this, this could have been me or it could have been, do you know what I mean? It felt yeah. like there was a real, I don't know, there was, it was, there was a great atmosphere of people being there and standing up and being there together and doing sort of the minute silence. Right, yeah. 
But part of me was like, oh, I don't know if it needs to be a silence. I don't know whether it should be like a scream of rage Ooh, being like, yeah. is, is silence really submissive Ooh, to be yeah. like, oh, well, I'll be quiet now. I know it's to yeah. remember. Yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, I, but I, it was very moving and there were lots of people there and there were lots of tears and, you know, and I couldn't couldn't stay late. I had to a show to get to, but apparently sort of later on in the night, it sort of became more of sort of a street party oh, type right, vibe where people yeah. like dancing in the street and... Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think it, it was sort of a nice thing to go and to be part of and to... I don't know, I really felt that sense of, you know, yes, there are people that are, the people that don't like what we what we are or what we represent but there are there's a real outpouring of people going no no we're here we're part of this as well yeah and i think that's um yeah i think that's very um it's important for you know countering that message of negativity i think i think that's one of the things that, uh, it's it's easy it's easy not easy but often i think with a lot of gay for gay young people there's a lot of negative things to zone in on oh of course actually, yeah like, definitely there's loads of positives and loads of uh, loads of s- sort of nice people out there, great people who are really supportive, positive people who do form a community, and it's sometimes a community that's quite um, quite quite interesting and is quite diverse and is often uh, often effective and often or sometimes not. And uh, and I think it's I think it's important just to kind of go, well, you know, it's not all. It's not all bad news, and I think it's it's a sad thing to think. I mean, when I was growing up, I felt, it felt like there were a lot of negative mm. messages and a lot of negative things to concentrate on. Like even if there was something about like gay people, it would usually be in the shadow of AIDS. Yes, um, and so there wasn't. There was always a sort of oh, like well, you know, you might be happy in yourself, but you're gonna have this terrible disease probably. And yeah. it was never like you could never just be like, well, can't we just you know just be just sort of happy. Um, and so there's I think a lot whole, to counter that since, but yeah. Yeah, well, sorry, I was just agreeing. I think that's sort of part of where the whole sort of, I guess, you know, because you and I have sort of discussed in the past, a little bit on the podcast, but mm-hmm. more over copious amounts of wine, about, sure. um, you know, what pride means now. You know, pride is sort of pride season at the moment. There's pride uh, marches yes. and parades happening all over yes. the country and, of course, in, in America as well and different parts of the world. And... Um, you know, it's got to a stage where it is, it was sort of a political rally and now it's, and now there's sort of floats and things and people dancing. But I guess, mm. I don't know, the the older that I'm getting and the more that I'm sort of, I don't know, becoming more aware of how you can, how you can have a voice. I guess, you know, people being on podiums and dancing and being like, this is who I am. Yeah. And this is, you know, the, I guess that can be a political act as much as marching and holding a sign. Yeah, I know, I know some people don't like going to Pride and stuff, and I think that's completely valid too. Um, I think it's sort of, I think in in any way, it's just sort of, it's about being who you want to be and not being afraid of that. So whatever you want to be, whether it's you want to stay at home and just bake cakes, yeah, um, and that nobody can come along and be like, "Why are you doing baking cakes?" Go oh, get out of there and play football. Like we don't all have to be homogenous. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to all be the same kind of gays. Or, or you know, just I was sort of thinking of assimilating with straight people. You yeah, know, yeah. Or the same. Oh, sorry. Kind of gays, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It's it's interesting, isn't it? It's um, because you know there's sort of different levels of of homophobia and different types. You know, like people saying like, oh, 
you know, oh, I'm, you know, I've, I've got male friends that are gay and people have said, oh, well, you know, at least you're not sort of like a screaming queen. Oh, yes. I've heard people say that really. And it's so offensive to be like, oh, well, you're... Yeah, you're 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 a one that me you're as a like straight person is willing to accept. Yeah, and you go, yeah. Oh no, you can't say that because that screaming queen is closer to me than you will ever be because we're yeah. both in this. Well, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, or like, or like yeah. being a butch gay girl. Oh right, you know, it's yeah. very cool now to be sort of you know, and I appreciate it, I'm sort of a, a long haired les, but you know, it's very oh. sort of cool to be sort of you know. Uh, a girly gay girl now and the sort of lipstick lesbians are a thing but you know there's a lot of you know butch gay women that i'm sure still find it very difficult to yeah if you're presenting something that's not um it's not acceptable to the me- the mainstream it's not sort of amenable to the mainstream well not sexy really and i don't mean that in a way yeah. that, like because uh, obviously there are a lot of people that find very butch women hugely sexy that's not what i mean but, but i mean it, to yeah, sort in of terms of the parameters of set by yeah, set yeah. by other people. Yeah. Or set by the straight world. Yeah, 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 like, absolutely. Girls yeah. need to look like that, boys need to look like that. Yes, that's very true. Yeah, I think it, it's there's still lots of people struggling very much and I think um I, I don't I don't know that much about America. I've been there lots of times, several times. Um What did you go there? Were you did you go into any gay bars? Did you, what was the vibe like? Um Yes, I mean the thing about America is it's so big that it's quite it's so different whichever right. you go to. Um, and I know we have American listeners. Um, it is so vast, and I think um, that that maybe is one of the things that characterizes America as well is the feeling of just such such a huge huge expanse of yeah. place and people. Um, but one of the most joyful things that I did, and it was shortly after I came out, was that my friend Charlie and I went to San Francisco um, when I was about 22. And it was the most joyful thing to do because we arrived there on the day of Folsom Street Fair, which for listeners who are okay with these things will know that um, Folsom is actually like the leather and bear, I want to get this right, leather and fetish communities street party on Folsom Street in San Francisco. And um, and it was such a wonderful way to arrive and just see people just being themselves and just being like totally at ease. And these really terrifying looking guys in their leather and yeah. sort of massive muscles and just would look quite intimidating. And then you'd see them see their friend and they'd be like, oh my God, hi, how are you? <laughs> and, um, and it just felt like really just sort of great and really kind of um, accepting in a way that I'd never seen before, just really like people just getting on with their lives and people just having a great it's time. It's that great thing as well as when you're abroad, you can sort of yeah. not be looking over your shoulder to see yeah. anyone seeing how you react. Yeah, yeah. So. It did feel like that, actually. And that was probably, you know, like my most happy, one of my happiest kind of experiences of being in a, in a gay community. Mm. And I think um, it's those sorts of times. I think as a teenager, I always felt like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gay, but I don't want to be like all the gays on the television. And I think that sometimes that... Who were the gays on the television? Well, hardly any, really, yeah. But, <laughs> Like all the gays you'd see in books and stuff, and I'd right. be like, I don't know, I'm not like that. I mean, I'm gay, but I'm not like that. I'm special. I'm special. I'm different. Um, and then when I went to San Francisco at the time, I was like, oh, all right. Well, I could be part of this. I suppose I could be part of this. Um, and I think it's, it, I guess it's just about finding a, an identity on your own terms, really. But, uh, but yeah. So I think it's, it's that. It, I suppose that is, is, is one of the things that I feel is so important and to be celebrated. And um, is that is those sorts of times when you just feel really relaxed and really centred and really like, oh. And it's, it can be on a small level or a big level, but it just sort of, it's just important, I think, to have at least a few experiences of that in your life when you go, oh, oh, it's nice. Nice to be around other people. Oh, I'd, I'd quite, I'd, an, an aspiration 
as well to be like, oh, I'd like to be like these people. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I remember seeing sort of groups of um, gay women that were all friends when I was, you know, when I first came out, I didn't know any other lesbians. And um, In Portsmouth. For God's sake, for yeah. God's sake. And um, and seeing like these groups of girls who were all sort of a bit cool and a bit and having fun and all, you know, oh, in, in clubs yeah. and being like, oh God, oh, I hope that one day I have a friendship group like that. That would be really nice. And now, of course, I do. And right, it, it, yeah. it, you know, but it was something that I aspired yeah. to. It wasn't just something that sort of go, oh, I'm gay. Oh, here are all my friends. Yes, that's true. But you do have it? to sort it's of put yourself yeah. out into that world. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's um, to go back to Orlando. Um, Obviously, the sort of again, it's that sort of feeling of an attack on those kind of places and that time and that those sort of experiences of people just being together, having fun. That that I I, I find very painful to to think of. Um, and I think it's intriguing that some of the reports come out about the um, the man who who did it, how he would he would go to the bar, yeah, and how people were aware of him. There was one man who was saying like, oh yes, we always saw him, and it made sense, it, it like totally made sense to him when he realised what had happened. And sort yeah. of, I don't know if you saw. Did you see that interview? No, I didn't. So what did he? Sorry, tell me he'd more been about there that. And it was like um, I, I saw that he'd been there and hanging out on... the, at the bar, and he would talk to people, and people would be like, "That guy's a bit odd. I don't think you should talk to him." Right. Um, and it's on the BBC website. I saw it. And uh, but he was also sort of on Grinder, and I think so. He some, some of the other male. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so there was that, one yeah. guy that said he'd asked him out for a drink and said no, and then he'd reacted quite badly to that. Oh really? Mm. Yeah. It's sort of. So people have sort of suggested it's this internalized homophobia thing, which I think again is, is very interesting and doesn't, doesn't often get explored. And like, you kind of go, well, what is going through somebody's mind? Yeah, of course. Like an often homo- maybe at the root of homophobia is that sort of sense of like being dissatisfied or un- very unhappy with yourself. Well, that's, yeah, I've always sort of found that because I, because as, as I said before, I don't really know how what somebody else does in yeah. the privacy of their bedroom has anything to do with yeah well maybe it is to do with you. oneself you know and yeah. maybe it's not who, I mean who knows I think it's something that, that's often more complicated than is ever is ever talked about perhaps but I think one of the things that I've seen people saying is that it's to do with his own internalised homophobia and I imagine um, that's very hard if you're someone that is religious or has grown yes, up with religion because yes. a lot of the time if there's if you're getting those negative messages yeah because that yeah because it, it must be Enormous, enormously hard. But then every everyone from the head of you know I'm not a religious person, but you know everyone from every faith in America has come forward and said our religion is about love. You know whether it's Islam yeah, or whether it's, it's Christianity thing, it? or Judaism yeah. or Hinduism, whatever it is. Yeah. And it's so interesting that I I do think that that is occasionally yeah something that people who are both Christian or not sorry not Christian both religious and gay yeah it must be something that you really have to wrestle with. I think potentially, yeah, yeah. Well, I think as well, if you feel like you're at odds with the people around you, I think that's why role models mm. are so important and visual yes, definitely. people to look up to and aspire to are so important because it means that you, you don't feel like you're totally at odds with the world around you, which perhaps, I don't, I don't know, I think, and I think it's easy to feel as a young person if you're not totally. aware of other gay people and you, you, know, you don't come from a family that's very open or very chatty about that sort of thing, then I think it's difficult. And I think it's so easy as... Um, I was I was about to say a young person, but it's not. Is it? Is someone that is yeah. maybe not out, or someone that is out, but yeah, plenty of people come out when they're older, don't they? Yeah, or or someone that is out, but is not in a world that is very gay or is or that has much of a gay community. It's so easy to feel alone. Yeah, you know, I know yeah. that for years I sort of sought comfort in Sarah Walters' books, of course, because there were these 
you know, I could sort of read that in the privacy of my bedroom and no one needed yeah. to know. And it was, yeah, yeah. you know, and I, they were sort of my friends that lived in books, which I know sort of sounds a bit... Tragic. It sounds tragic. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd say something, but I think that that's... Yeah, no, no. I think you had a similar thing with Towers of the City. Don't tell yes, me. Yes, I did. I did. All right. All right. All right. I'll say it. Yes, but I, I think did. that that's, a, I think that, you know, I think that that's a very normal thing to sort of feel, to occasionally feel sort of a bit alone if you are someone that doesn't sort yeah. of fit into that sort of straight, normative, cisgendered yeah. world. Mm. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry, just taking a sip of water. Um, um, because my throat is a little bit dry. So I think the listeners can probably tell we're both a bit deep today uh, on the yeah, voice front. Hay fever is a hay, hay fever, it's, it's terrible. A real pain in the ass. But um, the, uh, the. Yes, and I think that's what uh, Krishnan Guru Murthy um, tweeted a really interesting thing. He said, Pray if you want to. I think that pro- I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of like. <laughs> oh, God, Tom. Oh, God. <coughs> sorry, did you sorry. want to go down the wrong hole? No, it didn't really scratch the itch as I thought it would. Okay. I'm sniffing. It's not very nice, is it? Sorry. We'll start again. Krishnam Guru Murthy tweeted a very interesting thing on Sunday, I thought, where he said, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of, you can pray if you want to, but I think the most important thing here is that we fight bigotry and we teach our children about homophobia and hate and about the dangers of gun crime and and gun control and oh my god of gun control and, and yeah and just sort of that action yeah I mean that's something we've not even we're coming to the end of the podcast but that's something we've not even mentioned the fact that you know it's it, the, the gun control thing in America is just crazy there was a really yeah. I saw a really no, I, and I, I can't credit anyone with it so I'm very sorry for that but there was a great someone put out a, a really great sort of sort of longer than a tweet I don't know it was sort of but they just said if if a if a man who wanted to go and buy a gun had to go through the same protocol as a woman who wants to have an oh, abortion, oh yes, I saw that. Yeah, go to see two or three doctors, have see a psychiatrist, yeah. wait twenty four hours, wait forty eight hours, and then be shown pictures of victims of gun crime. Yeah, and then if you still want a gun after all of that, yeah, like I'm sure a lot of people still would, but yeah, it's just, I mean you can drive a car. You have to go through so much to drive a car. Yeah, I mean, they are dangerous, obviously. But um, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can. You know, you you in America, like I think you can. Is it, I think it's the same age that you can legally have sex and buy a gun. Really? Yeah, twenty one. Big day between states. Yes, yeah. I think it probably does. Yeah, but potentially a very big day. But um, yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's very. Uh, I'm happy to say it seems very different to what we experience in the UK. Yes, with regard to gun ownership, we don't seem to have the same obsession, which I'm very happy about. Absolutely. But uh, but. I was very disappointed as well with that whole political opportunism. Well, not disappointed, I suppose it's largely to be expected by Donald Trump, but him jumping on the bandwagon to oh, sort of yeah, try and further his own political ends. So really awful. Really awful, dreadful man. Really, really tasteless. Um, and and I'm just amazed that anybody... I know a lot of people are outraged by it, but I just thought... And I think uh, um, President Obama was very dignified in his response to it. Yes. Um, and you hope that people will respond to that. And I, I know there are sort of more liberal-leaning or left-leaning um, Republicans, but you'd hope that they would... Uh, you hope that... They would see they that. They will respond yeah. um, to, to, to him. It's just sort of such an awful thing. And I suppose that's, that's the point, is that people hijacking it and trying to make it about fear and about hate mm. and about, um, about, well, defining whole groups as one thing. Yeah. Um, him suggesting to ban all Muslims entering America or people from certain countries entering America is very... Um, 
bizarre. So, so hateful. Yeah, and so um, and so inflammatory as well. Of course, I think that's what Obama was saying when he responded. Yeah, that's the thing. It's so. Yeah, it's it, it's so yeah, it's so baiting. Mm. So baiting, baiting, very baiting. Yeah, very baiting. Yeah, good word. Um, but um, yes, it will be interesting to see how America responds in those terms. And I think, well, if anything, it's let's hope that uh, people are m- more aware of of homophobia and that they are uh, able to talk about things I think yeah and you know we can't just sort of go oh well, we're sorted now yeah you yeah. know I'm, I'm going to march this year at Pride which is something I've never done before I mean other people are just going to walk Susie but yeah sure put on, your, put on your soldier's outfit if you want but I look so cute in it yeah Private Benjamin that's me yeah yeah. You're gonna, so you're going to do the walk aren't you yeah I am and b- and you know, because I, I think, oh. Well, I'm saying this is that you are. I mean, I potentially will be. Mm-hmm. I have to explain to the listeners. We invited listeners to join us, uh, but that's when you thought it was on the 18th of June. Yeah, which it's I am actually the 25th. For. It's actually the 25th, and I currently have some engagements on that day. Um, uh But Susie, you're going to be there. So yeah, I'll maybe be there. If people want to join you. You can absolutely send them a place, and if I can, I will try and come along with it. Yeah, absolutely. otherwise I'll just be there. No, I won't. I'll just be elsewhere. That's where I'll be. But I'll still be being gay. Don't worry, kids. Still being Wherever gay. I may roam. Super gay. Soups gays. Soups gays. Um, but um, but yeah, so, well, I guess we'll talk more about that next week when it's nearer yes, time. Yes, we will, indeed. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to Like-Minded Friends. Please do join us again. Join us again um, next week. Um, and um, and thank you for all your tweets and your reaching out. We really appreciate it. And it's yes. always lovely to hear from you. So thank you very much. And um, and we look forward to speaking to you, uh, speaking with speaking in front of you, speaking in front of you next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Till then, have a great week. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 B